We'll say the podcast. Episode 93. My name is John Swan. I am your Jurassic GM. Hmm. And I'm surrounded here. Sorry, what, huh? Aren't you like the second youngest here? I. What? I. You might be the dinosaur comment, but I'll wait. I'll wait until we figure out everyone's age. A dinosaur comment supersedes all comments. What's your comment, Kelly? Right. Okay. I found out, I literally looked up Play Dinosaur Race and Starfinder because I was very impressed by like that mob <laughs> that we fought. <laughs> Apparently, that mob is that is a Hanukkah, right? Hanukkah, yes. I don't know. Like yes. uh and apparently people do like play Starfinder them. Story. Like, you know, you oh, can yeah. kind of turn it into like a it's PC. Ooh, you can play anything fine. you want to play. Yeah, dude. I, I want to play a fucking Hanukkah. It looks so cool. They they look Kev amazing. Kev has one with him in the room right now. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Okay. So apparently, like Hanukkahs learn the basics of spell casting just as human children. That's so cool. They can do pass spells, operate yeah. tech devices. I don't My know how they do part, without though, thumbs, but they do things. Is that hears oh. every time he sees anything? So like he'd be like, "Oh my god, a dinosaur! Where are you it's from?" It's the same. I've never seen you. Before. It's all his characters have were homeschooled, so they just didn't ever meet anybody. <laughs> Here's is a bug of the world. He's well, obviously not homeschooled. Okay, he's plenty of experience. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, when but we run out of states, somebody here. When, when, when yeah. now it's just we we have not run out of states. Here, uh, here's basically a right. uh, like he, state um, with the most homeschooled children. His 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 ship was basically um like a Noah's Ark, basically of like all these different creatures, and all he wants to do is just like collect all of them. That 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 was his main contribution to the free yeah. captains was having. Except for he's never met any know. creature, so he's just okay. starting the arc. In fairness, <laughs> here is basically like the hyena people just popped into existence, like uh, like like basically now in Starfinder. I, I guess he doesn't have yeah. an excuse for the dog people, but whatever. That's <laughs> cool. Because you all are asking, Georgia has the most homeschooled children. Thought, why is I that see not surprising? North Carolina, Florida, then Georgia. In that Let's order. stop insulting states, please. I didn't oh, know we were looking like into that. Other people. I was yeah. just going to let that fly. It's not a bad thing. I was just curious. I was just curious. It's kind of a bad thing. What? Wow. Well, I mean, it's like, not. It, it depends. It's not. Like, 
Larger question aside. All right, Kelly. Tell us. I, tell us all about I it. have a dinosaur question. So that supersedes all, all, schools, all other questions. And that is, what is your favorite dinosaur? Oh, my God. Where do I begin? Ooh. Right? I know. We're really digging this one up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we talked about this before, but my favorite dinosaur is a fake one. Uh, what? Thank you, Michael, Michael Creighton. It is the Dilophosaurus, which doesn't spit acid and probably doesn't have frill. In fact, it probably has feathers. Mm. All of that stuff is made like up birds. by McCreeton for Jurassic Park. But it is an. It was always my favorite character, my favorite dinosaur growing up. Um, uh, let me see. That, that is a very respectable one. It is a real yeah. dinosaur. I mean, it just doesn't work the way the Jurassic Park did it. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. I think mine is an Allosaurus because, like, oh, I wanted classic, dude. Oh, did I steal someone's? Like, did I steal? <laughs> it's the most random dinosaur ever. It's basically just, like a junior T-Rex. The first dinosaur that pops up when you Google yes. dinosaurs alphabetically. I was ten years old. I I mean, I literally actually just did that, but then I got reminded of an Allosaurus. Okay, so like when I was ten, I had to make a dinosaur, and I was like, I don't want to be like a bitch and do a T Rex like everyone else. I'm gonna do another kind of T Rex, and then like I had to make like a paper mache one, and that's what I made. I made an Allosaurus Rex or whatever it's called. Allos- wow, okay, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I mean, Kill- look them up. You know, did, did we just become best friends? Fun fact: Montana has the most dinosaur fossils. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. Montana, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine is also the Allosaurus, which is interesting. <laughs> Uh, because I, like I didn't expect anyone else to be like uh, we have a, a surprising amount of yeah, things I know. what do you mean common? surprising what does that mean what's that <laughs> that's an unsurprising <laughs> amount in common Vinny I, I don't know I like to think of myself as a fairly being like I don't even like you and yet we have all this stuff in common <laughs> I like to think <laughs> yeah, of myself as fairly unique to find somebody else that's like oh yeah, well, we, yep. we both share that too we both think that's, that we're that's, unique, that's true so. that's true yeah but yeah. I also think you're unique uniquely like no. me Oh yeah. What yeah. about anybody else? Uh, the largest <laughs> flying dinosaur, the pterodon. <laughs> the pterodon. Mm. What was it like to see cool. them actually? Pteranodon. Fly? Yeah, yeah. Well, what was it like <laughs> to see them moving, dude? Really majestic. Like, I mean, you, I, I commonly just refer to them as dragons. <laughs> well, as, did you ever as, ride one? <laughs> yes, you can tame them. When I was a kid, we used to. <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, we used to just play hacky sack with them. It's great. Well, I have a question, though. Like a falconer, you, you... you know, keeps like falcons, you keep like pterodactyls. A pterodactyl. <laughs> can you change form when you time travel? Because a dinosaur is not really going to know what the hell you are. I, do, no, can you just become like a Neil Pleridon or something? You stay human, Kelly, throughout time. Does uh, it sense your power? <laughs> so it stays away? Sorry? Sense your does yeah, it, it sense your you. power? So so yeah. So it's like immediate fear. Um, Basically, will, will, I mean, it's like the fear. Yeah, it's right. like the uncanny valley. Like you you were talking about mm. that one time. It's like mm. yeah, yeah. they don't know what it is that they're seeing, so they don't know to be afraid yeah. or to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Except the uncanny Sorry. valley is like something that's like kind of similar, similar but to not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you look just enough like a pterodactyl? Well, all cats think that humans are just cats. Just they do bad cats, they do. including bad my cats. newest little kitten. Yeah, she. Yeah, she does like Everyone's getting cats now. John has cats. Will has cats. Everyone's getting them. Follow so, yeah. me. Yeah, I feel like on you, Instagram. Yeah, I feel like you're you're oh. next, Kelly. I know. I need a cat at yeah. some point. My favorite 
dinosaurs for literally no reason, and I don't know why, but they were always like Pachycephalosaurus with like the chrome dome. They were just like headbutt, oh, just like super intense because they could just yeet people and other animals. But they were, I think they were herbivores, so you know they're like chill unless you fuck with them and then you find out. Oh yeah, the fuck you know, you. that's called. Like Pachycephalosaurus. Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah. Pachycephalosaurus. Yeah. It kind of looks like a Paul Giamatti. Fierce haircut. Like a Paul Giamatti. It kind of looks like a Paul dinosaurs. Yeah. Grayson has an like, ABC th- book for dinosaurs. It's a pop book. So, like, every dinosaur you pop it as you read it. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure half of them are fake. <laughs> like, that does, that's not a real dinosaur. <laughs> a Colorado-saurus. But I, I did. I watched this TED Talk one time. The packy um, one. Is, that's like the the monkish looking one with like the dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got like the yeah. rim of, yeah. of hard, bumpy. Um, but there's, there's this TED Talk I watched one time that was talking about how there's no there's no baby dinosaurs. Like we have we have eggs, and then we have several different versions of dinosaurs. Mm. adult dinosaurs there's no juvenile dinosaurs and the whole discussion was saying that like our whole idea our like human understanding of of what dinosaurs were is that there's you know thousands of different species but in reality it might only be hundreds that they're they're probably evolutionary wise we're limited and that what we're seeing is when you see a triceratops versus a ceraton or whatever the other one's called the one that doesn't have the spikes um that they're actually just variants of the same dinosaur. It'd be the male and the mm-hmm. female, or a juvenile versus an adult, kind of like we see in deer, or something like that. It, oh. it was a very interesting TED talk. The whole idea was like, it was just like flipping our idea of what dinosaurs actually are and how we understand them based on the bones that we have found, which after reading Jurassic Park and understanding that none of those dinosaurs exist in the capacity that Jurassic Park showed them in, you know, Indomasaurus. I have Rex. a question for Kevin. I think dimorphodons are dragons. Just gonna say. <laughs> mm. Kevin, Kevin did question. they have feathers? Was that the? Did they still have feathers, or did they change that, or retcon it again, or something? I don't know. like that. I think feathers Just, is still the the current theory. Okay. Yeah, cool. they're more more closely related to the chicken than they are. Yeah. a lizard. I can see that. It's like horses are related to whales, evolutionarily. <laughs> oh well, yeah, it's like land whales. Yeah, that's no, cool. that's that that's actually like the connection is that what the f- whale so yeah. a whale just showed up and then it just started like slowly walking onto land and then eventually yeah. a whale was like it's kind of nice horse. up here and then like yeah yeah like <laughs> there are no giant squids i need to deal with like it's just some dimorphodons and i'll call it a day you know <laughs> will what are you wearing buddy um, you've gotten some good uh some 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 good stuff it's, this a, it's a to be released pattern uh, might be uh, a game map also, like an actual dungeon map. So this is a dungeon map that I'm wearing. That's also camouflage. That's also by us, by Will Save. You can check it out at shop.willsavethepodcast.com. I am interested actually in making some maps now and then turning them into <laughs> merch. That's actually like kind of cool, like that merch. I can wear. Yeah, like that I can wear it right here. You know. Can you like get schematics of the other cargo bay and make that into like a uh, like a yeah, we should. Uh, absolutely like a should. Totally, man. I, I should have love all the things that we were because I don't know what it looks like. I would love to do that. that. Yeah, the uh, journey. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to. Yeah, took. no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Or Speaking of maps, maybe uh, the, maybe the I journey that it took into existence. That it took. <laughs> Did it? Oh yeah, it just like popped up one day. It it's it's, it, it's been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. It's still there. I go to roll twenty. Yeah. Speaking of maps. 
I want to say that uh, everything I else is God, a... but the other cargo bit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> in a future adventure, I want to give like, a play there. I'll be a dinosaur yeah. and play. In Only it. there, That's you'll be I a dinosaur say. in the other cargo bay. Look, I want to give a big shout out. Thank you to. Uh, not sure how to pronounce it, but I think it's says Peku maps and frag maps um you all are fantastic and i have used and am using your stuff now for this nano adventure this is my first ever time homebrewing anything and i was like man i have all these cool ideas i oh that's right i need a map and i was like where do i go boom frag maps says peku awesome awesome maps as you guys will see uh thank you you, very much to you all yeah they are very, very cool. Happy to support. Also, props, props awesome to John artists. for taking up the efforts to uh, make up his own adventure. That's a, I think it's a big hey, thanks. deal. Thanks. Yeah, I only really jammed one game ever, and it was, it was a handful. And I, I can't imagine starting to do that from scratch. So, there's definitely a lot more of like, all right, I'm ready. To, oh no, I'm not. I'm not ready to go because I. Uh, <laughs> there's this one giant thing that you forget that you think the book's going to have, and the book is you. More dinosaurs, uh, but or more <laughs> dinosaurs. Every adventure needs more dinosaurs. But if there's something that you are uh, very happy to take criticism or constructive feedback or uh, what, whatever it is, I really just want you guys to have fun and maybe in some ways tie this into the story. That's my main goal. And have Kelly's all you listeners have fun at the table. Yeah, Kelly, what is your feedback right now? Is it about dinosaurs? <laughs> Uh, no, although okay. I am still going to do that. But like, uh, uh-huh. I wanted to, I just wanted to shout out, uh, someone from Discord again. It's been a little Please. bit. And I just wanted yes. to say hi to Uldrion. I know that you're not always popping in, but you're there from time to time. Uh, Uldrion, our French willing. Um, we might have more than one, I'm supposing. I, I suppose if we look at the map, but thanks for being in the Discord and you're very friendly and nice to me. So I like nice people. So thanks for being cool. They're yeah. fresh, officially French. Everybody else is just Bonjour, a Salut. What did you say? They're official. All the other French, French people. Did. Everyone else is just a guess where they're from. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is true. But so thank you to know. our official French listener. Classic. Uh, he, yeah, he, he's a musician as well. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. With cool. that, well, thanks, man. With that beautiful French side off. Thank you, Kelly. That was so nice. It was so mm-hmm. pleasant. Merci. <laughs> it means thank you. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup, Kelly. I like. Is Voltaire tear French? I like Voltaire. Yeah, okay. Voltaire was French, one hundred percent French to me. Okay, yeah, fine. Dude, I forgot. It's been a while. Jeez, gosh. And the Marquis de Lafayette. We Americans owe him a great debt. Classic. Classic. Uh, Classic. Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's and talk the Statue about of Liberty. Them. And the, yeah, oh yeah, we did get that from the French. Thanks for funding <laughs> the American <laughs> Revolution, by the way, with us as well. We love that. Yep, that was we good. Love slaying, slaying the kings yeah. in the name of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that we had so many shout outs today. This is really nice. It's really to nice. French people. How come we're insulting our own states, but All we're really nice to the French? You know what? The one place we won't shit on is France. France. Like, France. That's the so one we have to be really nice to Louisiana by extension. I, I love France. Yeah, so they can't. Louisiana by extension. Yeah. Okay. And Kevin, the French. Adam, I'm sure he's got some kind of French yeah. descendants. Is that the right way to say descendants? That's not the word. Adam? Adam is Descendancies is the future. Really? Let's well, talk Adam about Kelly, it later. My first name. He and so, I are probably distantly related, actually, because my first probably. name comes from that name. So, last episode. <laughs> kind of bring it back okay. here. All right, fine. Y- you know what? Bring you all intimidated these combatants into giving up. Let's list the ways Without that you intimidated them. Without a single intimidation roll. 
A hammer no, we in front of their face. A hammer like in front of their flashing face. before their eyes. Yep. Tripping them and then stepping on their chest. Second successful maneuver against them. Consistently impressive. Gotta love those bonuses. You intimidated them by wielding this giant pike and just being super intimidating coming around the corner. It's it was, actually a normal it size pike. It just looks giant. You intimidated them by uh, killing their dinosaur. Impressive. Impressive. RIP. You know how you didn't intimidate them? By being a linebacker sprinting at them at full speed. And also by calling out to them in Russian. The two ways in which you didn't intimidate. Try to intimidate so them. It's, un- it's really unfortunate. Which, and but, like, I love the picture because as, as the. Uh, combat encounter ends like mm-hmm. all those mutation points go back to zero mm-hmm. and so like I imagine he turns the corner the battle's over and his calves just like <laughs> <different. laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird like mechanic like hey you're out of combat devolve yep. yeah it's just so, like Digimon so you just Digimon that's good it's good yeah Digimon all right. Digimon come to battle. You come out of combat and with the leader getting on her knees, hands above her head, Commander Bolt stepping over and slapping some restraints on her. Kara, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to throw the book at you, as she says, as she... Uh, Slaps on some binders onto this dude nice. on the floor. Bro, she seems like a dominatrix the way that she just seems that way. <laughs> I saying. think you're reading into that. But. E- everything about her, though. <laughs> She's she like a puts gentle dom. A little too tight. <laughs> like one yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll be right back for you. And then she just like saunters <laughs> away. Crop gone. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, that's what she yeah. does. She literally. Eh, whatever. She does. Whip she herself, does. Remember. The security guard Dirty. chases after the one who was running and in a few minutes comes and brings them back. The room starts to fill up a little bit more as the tension, you can feel it ease. The sun and the golden rays of the sun, of the last sunlight, are uh, still bringing some warmth in the room. And maybe you all start to realize how warm even this huge volume of space. This is, you're breathing pretty hard because out of nowhere, you had to jump to action and you did you did successfully get these people uh you know calmed capture them and kill a dinosaur in the process and destroy priceless worths <laughs> of fossils and flora that are part of Akaton's natural history <laughs> now it's at this time that commander bolt steps closer to where the bar is reaches over grabs a couple shot glasses Come on over. Kara. Bingo. Boom. Tiso, come on. Starts to pour you all a shot. Mm. If you would like it or anything else. You might be surprised, but I don't drink even vodka. But I appreciate the gesture. Whatever you'd like. Not while I'm on duty. Of course. Whatever you'd like. Just takes like kind of like a sip. Doesn't shoot it. But just takes kind of a sip. Bingo shoots it. Love Cecil it. will join and he'll he'll okay. take it and 
You can pour something else. Yeah, you can pour like a soda. Uh, Bo- Boom yeah. takes out like a little satchel and then like opens it up and sips it open. And there's like a, an array of cigars if anyone wants them. Uh, anyone care for a smoke? I'm okay. Uh, look, we might be kind of quick here, but uh, if you can enjoy that, you should definitely enjoy it. Oh, I always do. More people have started to come into the space. Obviously, there are some museum admins. There are some uh, more security who's come in, starting to corral the assailants. They're starting to walk them out. And it's during this time that Commander Bolt looks down, reads something on their data pad, kind of nods her head. All right. <sighs> Thank you, Walt. That was impressive, but I shouldn't have expected anything less. You all did a great job suppressing them. So, once again, just going to cheers you on that. But the real work is still ahead of us. Look, as I've been worried about, we just received the signal of an emergency beacon from inside the new Ringworks office's building and attached residence. I'm thinking it's Leora. She was coming to us live oh, yeah, I forgot from about that. her new office. <laughs> Seems like she's I, in trouble. <laughs> I think she's in trouble. There's definite reason to believe that it's her. It's probably most likely a trap. It could be a trap. I agree with Milf. It could be. The thing is... <laughs> the thing is, I am worried. <laughs> given <laughs> some of the patterns from your previous abductions, uh, you want to keep your eyes out. I'll brief you more as we're getting into the dropship. I've called the dropship. It is outfitted with your gear. You do realize you're going to need to go in and extract her safely from these bizarre cultists. So, we only have kind of looks back out at the sun, checks for data pad. Maybe one and a half, two hours until the sunset. So, we got to get moving quickly. Um, I can brief you on this ship. Any questions before we get going here? These folks uh, right here, they're they're going to go over to HQ for questioning. I'm thinking maybe we can get something out of them quickly here. Try and understand what's going on. Yeah. Season. Can we get a little more information out of that one right there? Which one? The one. The that, one that surrendered themselves? The, yeah, they all surrendered themselves. Yeah, we should uh, this, question This these one right here that was ruffians. next to the bolt. The one that, like, the Kinkara <laughs> one. We know it's Kinkara. I'm very confused on the name that we're not supposed what to know. What is your name? <laughs> Uh, look, I'm happy to have you question them now, but I'm a little more concerned about you getting to uh, time is of the, the essence. Ringworks offices before something happens. Uh, but I think if you radio has any them, information on the way. Yeah, don't well, worry. Cecil looks at like the uh, at the four of the other three whip, go get of the of the unit. And he's like, <laughs> if we're, if we're going in blind, like they they might know something. I agree. We should ask them as much information as possible. I'm sure they're just gonna try and toy with our minds. See what you can get out of the one, Chief. Yeah, don't worry. Look, I'm going to be following y'all along the way, feeding you info as we get it live. (laughs) Wow, thanks, Kev. Man, the the paranoia of threefold. The it's 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 reach is far. Uh, oh, yes. No, for real. Like I was just thinking that I'm like I'm not gonna f-ing trust anyone. It's all yeah, because of threefold. No one trusts anyone. I know. One thing that you do notice as they are walking out, and uh, Carl, you would have noticed this too, is that um, there is a logo that is on their armor. They spent the time to come up with a logo. Can I roll uh, for you know. <laughs> 
Uh, you can go check? ahead and roll and give me a culture check. All of you can if you'd like, because you would have, have seen it. I'm gonna I'm gonna share I it with do, you now. And I, I think I would have a <laughs> you uncultured swine <laughs> bonus, maybe. Wow. Twenty-three. Wow. You should either see it oh, on your got, screen, or if you go into journal, you'll see logo. Oh yeah. It's like, what the hell? I'm trying to. Oh, I, I feel like I'm doing it for the visual people, anyways. It's a circle with a. Uh, I forget the term. It's a cord. <laughs> Cord, yes, thank you. There's a cord that would just just north of the the center point, and then there are two other lines from that cord coming down as a fan almost. Um, and the two two that come down are a different color; they're purple instead of mm. black. Everything else is black. So uh, uh, I think I'm field. like almost impossible to fail this. <laughs> so let's see, uh, Carl. Let me know what you got in a second. Boom, you got a 23. 30. Yeah. 30 from Kara. Wow. And if it's Ooh. if it's a sense motive, it's not a sense motive, right? No. No, it's not. Uh, so earlier when I did a sense motive, though, the DC should be five less because of my theme knowledge. What's your what's your theme knowledge? It's a uh, law officer. Law officer. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Uh, I get a 14, but it's uh, it should be five easier for anything related to militaries. Rad. Okay. And Cecil, you're just taking your shot. You're just chilling. Sick, just being sick. sus. He doesn't know Okay, yeah. cool. Love it. Clearly, uh, <laughs> he's not training culture. That's so weird. Just sitting there sipping his whiskey. The, what do you um, do? Do you live under a rock? Yeah. I mean, that shot is like a giant glass to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a pint glass. He did live under a rock. He lived under two giant rocks. He lived in the bottom of Maro his entire life. Oh, that's why. That's why. You grew up in lower levels. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, so. I did, I, I did too, but I left quite early, you know. Yeah. Why do you talk like a Russian then? I was. Well, uh, I was taking you <laughs> by space Russians. <laughs> that's that's how I escaped the lower levels. Mobster type folks, not just stereotype. <laughs> But if if I remove uh, voice modifier, you and I can talk in our native tongue. But uh, I like how I sound now. Oh. He, he, you took like a, a like a Russian learn Akatonian, like <laughs> yeah, YouTube of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was taught by a Russian. That's that's how you learned it. Amazing. <laughs> Look, they came along and they're like, "Oh, come here, little mouse," and they took me. The only thing that I know about this that I sort of recognize is that this logo here is the logo for the Integrated Future Front. Kara, you have heard of the Integrated Future Front. Maybe you've had a little skirmish, a little run-in on the street, in the bar. Nothing of this caliber. The Integrated Future... But I would know where they hang out, right? Hear this out. The Integrated Future Manifesto you know, Kara, is like this multimedia omnibus compendium that was supposedly put together by the founders whose peace ritual, spellcasting ritual, went, aw- went awry, and they were briefly given a vision of an alternate utopia, an alternate reality where there was devoid or that, that was devoid of hunger, war, strife suffering and then they came back and said i know how to get there and they put down what that world looks like what that reality looks like all that knowledge and over time obviously people have started to 
maybe put in some. They're trying to adhere to it to bring it about. Try, well, over time, go some more conspiracy people. theorists have added on to the original work. Some of it's a little more sus. Typically, you see and have heard about them on the street. They're hawking wares, have a megaphone, trying to advocate that this park needs to disappear or that this building needs to face the other way. Minor like things like irritant, this. Social irritant? Yeah. But you do know that there is the propensity, the potential that maybe they say, well, this leader has been assassinated and we're going to do that. And we're going to actualize this reality. Mm. So they can be dangerous. To bring and it's change about through the blood of martyrs, these abolition. What are they? What's their name again? Sorry. The integrated future front. They're integrated decentralized. Future. They're decentralized, yeah. so it doesn't quite fit that they would have one place to hang out, but there are more local like and cells. regional. There are cells that exist all over the packed worlds, otherwise relegated to fringe theory. And it makes sense when you maybe think about what it was that uh, that the voice shouted and that they all shouted together. The perfect future demands payment. Leora Huxley will die with the last light of the sun. The stars will pay with a life. The gate will be satisfied. And they all said, for tomorrow I see. We've got to stop whatever they've got planned, guys. Goddamn fanaticals. Always getting in the way. Cara, but, uh, are, are, are these related to like everything we've been doing for the last year? Well, so, this is new. Are they even organized enough to do that? I don't think. You would n- re- remember that of, again, of the perpetrators that you've caught in these previous handful of abductions, they've all been from different gangs. And if you remember, Amaro does have a pretty healthy range of gangs that are integrated into life even so seamlessly as there are many that are very charitable as a way to bring in new members and do an actual lot of good and then on the other side of the spectrum there are some that are you know more nefarious let's say so with that the IFF has never been one of the gangs that you've seen well a new type of gang to meet and destroy they sure know Mm -hmm. how to make an entrance that they certainly do new gang old gang it's all the same Let's go to work, guys. Yeah. This story, right. They fall like they all do. Let's load up. Commander Bolt leads you out to the, if you can picture in your mind, this beautiful port where this incredibly, let's say, out of place ship because of its tactical nature. It looks like a copter with these blown out rotund sides that allow for a lot more storage. And it is landing as you all step out and push out of the double doors, maybe shielding your eyes against the Akatonian sunset as the sunlight hits these doors for the last time for a month. And you all are just able to make out the shadow of the ship coming down. Cecil. Uh-huh. Uh, guys, I'll, I'm going I'm to be a minute. All right. Hurry up. Hurry up. 
and he kind of ducks over and you know hits the private mode and puts his hand up so he can just you know, just him and his ear just him in his ear just like chilling just like hey what's, what's going yep. on privately yeah like yeah, 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 yeah of course, yeah. Not of course. he's got a finger all. like yeah. this for a microphone and he's got this <laughs> other finger in his ear it's just him holding his fingers like this right yeah. he's like this yeah that's well, so cool. Fact, wow. kids' films once were shaped this this way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like they were. So you pick it up, and as soon as you pick it up, you hear the signal. The signal is back. That signal is back. That signal is back. The signal is back. Hey, hey, sweetie, how are you? Hey, Sorry. What, what? What's going that on? was Tonum. No, th- that was Tonum. They're just going on about something with this. Turn that down, would you? Uh, uh, it's, it's just one of his games. Uh, no, it's that d- signal. It's loud. Turn it down. Uh, how is uh, how is the event? I wasn't gonna call you, but Tonum grabbed my phone. So uh, yeah, sorry to bother, uh, babe. Uh, how look, look, how's babe, it? How, it oh, yeah, it got a little rough. Something, something happened. I can't uh, I can't really talk about it. You know how that goes. Uh, but like. We're, we're actually we're, we're being assigned something else. It's happening real fast. I can't, but I promise, babe. I'm I'll be home tonight. I'll, I'll see you later. Okay, babe. Uh, I love you. Uh, I love you. Okay. All right. I love you. Say say hi to babies. Oh, okay. sweet. Uh, all right. I love Kiss you. Kiss the kids. Be you know I, you know I love them too. Yeah, of course. Come home. The signal. The signal is back. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you too. It's just like real life, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin does this frequently. It's cute. It's good. It's a good thing. That signal. Oh my god. That signal. <laughs> That's the sound of the uh, blades of the dropship as it is coming more towards an idol for everyone to get on board. What are you all thinking? I'm going to bring you over now to the inside of the copter what are you all thinking as you step in and as you walk in you can see that the lights of morrow down below you're so close to the edge below the lights have started to already come up you can see that the sun is eagerly headed towards the horizon and as we kind of zoom back we can see that the two pilots sitting up front that are about to be en route the inside, dark metal, furnished, tactical, low ceiling lockers above each individual seat. They're deep because of the sides of the dropship. There's a lot of room for activities and fun things in there and all of the kit that I put into your bag that we'll get into in just a second. <laughs> and in the middle, you can see the drop mechanism both on the floor and on the ceiling releasing the ropes. The inside is covered in tech gear as the four of you are starting to make your way as the ship lifts off and you start changing what are you Ooh. all thinking this is like a it, for, for you audio listeners it's like a halo it looks like um it looks like a you know a duty issue compartment for with restraints and uh safety harnesses yeah. for flight you got the running lights so that way you know where to step. You can see the crease on it's the like floor where the right. where the floor will drop out. Yeah, it's a drop ship. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the ones from Halo, sort of. You know, yes. all like it kind of reminds me of uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's you for sure. It's to to me it's it's the Pelican from Halo if it was yep. in Mass Effect. 
Nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It it's does good, have that aesthetic. Yeah, Mass Effect feel. Yeah. You all would know that that this ship can do a di- different types of drops. It's you live in a vertical city, so being able to move in and out of small spaces and at any time being able to pivot hover. and having multi it can hover it can float it has you know nacelles that will that will bend forward bend up uh the rotors can stop you can drop f- either just from your seat there's a there's a tail door that can come down i'm probably saying that's the incorrect term for it that you can leap out of you know that in this case um it's likely that you'll drop down on ropes from where you're going to go but you might get that more as we keep going what are you all thinking stepping in Maybe this is your second or third time. Maybe one of you has had more experience in these shifts before. Yeah, I think I think Cecil Cecil is the most junior person on this team. He's only been on actually he's only joined since they started dealing with all the things that they were being recognized for in that event. And so like he's been on a few raids, but like this is this is new to him. Like he's trained, but this is probably his first time dropping out of a job ship. And on top of that, he he's nervous about his family he he loves his family and he just wants to be home with them every night and the idea of keeping them safe is the reason he stays in this job so it's it's a little nerve-wracking little like double-edged sword there boom is fairly senior and so he can sense the discomfort on cecil and as he's lighting his next cigar he takes a puff and looks over and he's like cecil are you feeling okay yeah i'm just a little uh, it's fine let's just do it You'll be fine, and you'll get back to your wife and child. No problem. We've done this many times. It will be no different. And uh, you have us more experienced uh, comrades with you to help you out. You'll be all right. I think he finds, like, your calm demeanor a little uneasy. <laughs> like, that's that's a little unsettling about how calm you're about. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you, like, are raised in the U.S., SSR, the you know space Soviet space states or whatever, whatever the fuck, or as we like to call it, the C. I thought you said you were raising tomorrow. CP. <laughs> well, for a while, and then <laughs> I have seen some shit, Cecil. Do not worry. He gives you a saucy wink and continues to smoke. Saucy wink. Saucy. What about Migo and Kara? You thinking? You talking? You? happening you've you've got a couple minutes before you know you're gonna get prep commander bolt still getting back to where they need to be you've 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 still got a good amount of time before you get across the city down the trench to the ringworks office um i think Migo, seeing this exchange probably walks over and sits next to cecil um or uh well i don't know if boom is still there but like he he sort of walks over and wedges himself between the two of them because uh, Migo is kind of awkward huge frame like that yeah, yeah. oh excuse me it's, it's you know uh, come on Migo there's always room for you yeah da da comrade uh, uh, <laughs> very good much improvement from last week yeah thanks the uh, you know I've done this a few a few dozen maybe a few hundred I don't even know the uh, a bunch of times I'm gonna tell you it, it's it doesn't get easy, you know things might get dicey, but hey, you know the the worst if if they knock you down, we'll be sure to bring bring your body back and you know you'll be you'll be just fine. <laughs> come come on, man. Uh, 
you literally undid all of the good work that I just accomplished like 30 just, seconds ago. I'm talking to the, the mouse. He's, he's going to be fine. We'll bring it back. Yeah, you will be fine. We will not be carrying your dead body back. We'll carry you alive on top of our shoulders in victory. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What he, what, uh, what he said. Sakara. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's what's the plan here? Kara, uh, this whole time, you know, in this brief moment that she's got, and you know, she's interrupted from um, flipping through her comm device, looking at all the uh, limited intel that she can pull up on uh, people from the IFF or the IF. Um, sliding <laughs> through if. like, uh, what is it? She's she's got this sort of like calm demeanor, but she's she's pumped because she's like she feels empowered being in this vehicle and being like leading the 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 team. Like she's about to bring some heat down on somebody. Like she's she's stoked. This is what she's trained for. Yeah. She's like yeah. she she relishes the opportunity to like bring it, and I, I think at this point, like Kara is the leader of the four. Yeah, right. Like you, I think so. She's the local. She that like that's part of why she uh, is so like jacked because she's like I'm the one in this <laughs> from here to do this. Yeah, she's is she she's also stuck. like jacked. She's <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, is but she, yeah, she's a muscle mummy. Yeah, she's muscle. A, yeah, she's a muscle. muscly dommy mommy. And, it's personal uh, for her. Like, it makes sense. She's a leader. It's personal. Yeah. It's her neighborhood and the things that she grew up with, and so that's true. Being in this like, you know, drop ship is like I'm a fucking badass. I'm gonna bring it. This is my town. Like, I feel like you probably watched some of these military tactical helicopters. As a kid. Go overhead as a kid. Yeah. Looking up so for you, through the yeah. from the bowels of Mara. Yeah. Right. When does, the sky is Cara, just a sliver of light. Sorry, mm-hmm. my God. Does Kara take some of these like more aggressive actions from local gangs personally? Like is that a little mm. bit, yeah. Yeah. Um she has a history uh that goes a lot of pain and anger. Hmm. Cecil, you should know that Kara is also very, very familiar with this area. So that is, should also give you confidence. She grew up here whole time. Unlike you who grew up in dirty bottom water area. She grew everywhere. Yeah. She's been everywhere. You know. <laughs> Alright, thanks, Boom. <laughs> yeah, just, well. just stay close. Well, I'll, uh, I'll make sure we get you out. And like he goes to wink, but he can't like quite decide which eye to wink with, and, and so it's like because <laughs> he's one eye. Miko, you you leave pep talk to other people, Miko. Okay, does one eye like spontaneously grow larger or like grow more feline? You know, and like you get a third eyelid just spontaneously. Where is Remy from? Remy's from Mara. Remy? Oh, well, well he, so he grew we... up somewhere else, but like uh, somewhere on Akaton. I okay. think it's Aral. I wrote my. I gotta remember back to my backstory. But he moved tomorrow with his family because mm. his wife was from that area. Got it. So he mar- he's like the outsider, Zish. but like moved, like transplant, transplant. Yeah, he's but a transplant. Been here for for a decade or more. Yeah, practically yeah. a local, but not quite local. Practically. 
Not quite a yeah. local. Not quite has the accent yet, because apparently everybody talks like a Russian in Bonnie. <laughs> Because it's the former. <laughs> like I said, I can't okay. do a female. I, I mean, I can barely do a Russian voice. I don't think I can try and do a female Russian voice. I'm sorry, Kel. <laughs> you do a good female voice, though. Oh, thank why, you. Why you? Kara, as you're going through your comms, getting limited info, just uh, refreshing yourself on RuneWorks Industries, maybe looking at some of the proposals and things that went through for this office, right? Like, what, what what used to be in its place, different designs, trying to familiarize yourself with it. As you're going through history scrolling, of the building, all that sort of history stuff. of the building. We'll get to that. Keep that thought. Pin it. There's a notification that comes down. And it's uh it's from your mom. She sent you a message. Cars Just as hey. Open it. Just as hey. Don Tommy Mommy Squared. She's gonna say hi. What's up? What's new? You see the three dots, and then they disappear, and then they come back and says nothing. Never mind. (laughs) Um. Okay. Car is gonna be like you can. Um. You can tell me what's wrong. I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to to judge. Okay, so like a so like a really like a reaching out olive branch kind of message. Like yeah, yeah. Be like, okay, is everything okay? There's a there's like a couple dots come up again, and then you see a message that says, "I hope so." Thank you. And then there's like a little heart emoji. I'm gonna t- t- react to the to the heart with the heart. Okay, okay. And right when that happens, there's the. Hey everybody! All right, I am online. This is Commander Bolt. I am online and ready to go. How are we doing here in the ship? How are we feeling? You feeling okay today? We're feeling ready. Splendid. Is there any? Okay, okay. All right, I got kind of nervous like didn't hear. You. Checked all of her weapons. And yeah, like yeah. freshened up all of her her gear. Love it. Love Locked in Loki. Miguel's right, like look. tightening straps and then like check checks on Remy to make sure yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no like liquid trickling Loose. down his leg or whatever. <laughs> Rude. Still dry. Yeah. Still dry. Look, I uh, I gave you uh kid. A refresh of your kit. We got a little bit after fun, some some slop in the budget this year, so I upped a few of your weapons. Uh, I have given you in in Hero Lab, which is why you're over encumbered, um, a choice of three different long arms. You can choose from adding. This is on top of the kit that you already had and, and bought for yourself, which I would assume is part of your own personal expense, everything else, your specialties, right? You have been given a choice of a staccato pulse rifle, a utility breaching gun, or an azimuth laser rifle to bring in as much as you want as well. For small arms, you have a choice of a flash compliance ray, which is non-lethal, or an azimuth laser pistol. Now, in I think only one of you has a heavy armor... Um, you meet the prerequisites proficiency, and you have the option in your locker for a defiance a squad defiance series heavy armor boom is doing that right now boom is, it on. boom is putting that on cool yeah. 
And then the light armor proficiency flavor people, there's a Vesk Brigadine 2 armor for you. In each of these armors, there have been upgrades. One is a light projector. The other is an auto CPR module in order to stabilize you and give you a bonus to a medical check if you go down. Now, your kit, real quick. I'll just run through it. If there's anything that looks cool to you, you can read out the description. And if there's anything you want to pause on, we can read it, but I'll just be very quick. In your gear kit, you have a seeker slime. You have a tier one antitoxin. You have a mark one healing serum. You have a close quarters serum. You have a mark three breaching charge, which is can get through a steel door. That's like no joke. You have a sticky bomb grenade an Enviromask, a laser drill, an all-purpose accessory, a jammer charge, binding restraints, a portable flashlight, an emergency beacon, and phase rods, which are my favorite. I also have a Seeker Slime. And Seeker Slime, yes. Or or as Snake Boy would say, Seeker Slime. Cecil, you're, you had your hand up. I was, was going to say, those, those phase rods are, are my favorite. As, as a former rock climber, like, the idea of just being able to, like, it's almost like ice picks, but they phase into the material and then unphase, cool. so they're part of the material. Yeah, you it's, can like manually cool phase concept. it or unphase it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can. It it also will fuse with bone. Apparently, with as yeah, a weapon. That's cool. That's it's pretty a, rad. I could see yeah. that being uh, a little torturous, though. Unless yeah. I'm not seeing it, I don't think I have the phase rods. Oh, you should. Okay. All right. They're like they're a hybrid item section. On yeah, they're a hybrid item. I was going quick, so I might have just missed it. Um, but feel free to add them, or I can add them after this. Okay. Okay. Love it. All right. So uh, you might see some some cool things there, including uh, the phase rods. I I'm really into those. They're very cool. So, uh, sorry, <clears throat> just had something I might throw there. Hope you all are strapped in, ready to go. You will be dropping via a rappel here. There will not be a surface for you to push off of. You will be dropping down the ship. Now, we, again, did get an emergency beacon signal from inside the offices. I think the quickest path from looking at the plans are going to be to airdrop you onto the mechanical roof that is adjacent to the uh, entry floor for Leora's office. You'll need to follow that beacon in order to find her. We'll have more, let's call it resolution, once you are there inside, okay? I will say that uh, you will have Archie with you as well. So you will be able to uh, communicate with me and I will be able to see and hear some of what is going on there. So with Archie there, we will be able to provide some more resolution about where that beacon is going and probably the quickest path to get there. Archie is the aggregate reconnaissance communication hover interface, who is essentially a drone hanging out with you to help be your eyes and ears. So that way, as one, another communication relay so that way uh, communication stays through even if you're going deep into the cliff or provide more video and audio Um, that's cool they're pretty cool yeah they're they're a cool little thing so one thing i'll say you may have to go into the residence as well keep that in mind be open i also want to say we can't rule out the future, the integrated futures front's responsibility in any of these. But the patterns are similar. Okay, emergency beacon. You all are moving in. That's pretty typical for the start of these scenarios. So I need you to keep your eyes and ears out. We have 
T-minus 92 minutes until sundown. We're told that sundown is when Leora is going to die. So I'm going to need you to be quick and efficient, but keep those eyes and ears open for any information, anything that might be able to provide some sort of clue here that we might not have. Her office, probably a good place to start. That's where she was kidnapped, if you can make your way there first. But again, I'll be with you through Archie, and obviously I trust your experience. I'll be on comms. Any questions? Before I brief you. Weapons free. Okay. Wait, what does weapons free mean? Uh, You're allowed to shoot people? Cool. Love it. Love it. And then at that point, there's a there's like a projector that comes down that's in front of each of you and that it's like this dry statistical information about the ringworks offices how they are officially open as of you know yesterday that part of the office the actual factory is not open it's a facility that is part of a historic building that has been many things over the years and ringworks has only moved in over the past year contractors were quick but they are still working on parts of the building you get some information on Leora Huxley, Hilke, age 40, standing approximately 5'9", approximately 140 pounds, blonde hair, last seen wearing formal red-purple Acatonian armor. Any other questions before we drop? Do we have a lock? Uh, hey, uh, do we have a lock on that beacon? We do have a pretty solid lock on the beacon. You remember that emergency beacons, once they are activated, and you all have one, um, emergency beacons, I think they're good for like an an insane uh, number of miles that you can track the signal from. It is... 100 miles over flat terrain, halved in forests and hills, quartered in mountainous terrains and underwater. So, you know, it's at least 25 miles that uh, that you can get a pretty solid lock on it. You can also lock it up to, or you can sync it uh, up. You can sync lock it with like a starship or vehicles comm systems as well. So they're a pretty great GPS finding tool. So, yeah, you do have a pretty solid lock on it right now. Love it. And he scans yeah. the building to see how many how many bogies we might have to uh, to dispatch. No, we don't have any scans. I'll do my best as we're going through using Archie, but we don't have any scans right now at the moment. Any other questions? What's our access point? Uh, supposedly we're going in the back door, as it were, or something like this. Correct? Sort of. My understanding is that the mechanical roof is uh, has a tiered level of systems behind the large ringwork sign in front. And then there is a lot of mechanical units up front. It appears to be two doors, one to a private office suite, and one unmarked on the other side. That's all that we know. My understanding is that this is also the C-level suite, the office do extend above and below and the residence extends further around the corner and as mm-hmm. as uh, she says that you can start to see in the distance the large ring and R logo that is in front of the building and you can see that it's facing the setting sun and then the building extends below and above it's pretty close to the top of the trench though it's like very highly valued property and then the the cliff actually r- turns and rings around and you can see off to the right you can see some of the residents there you can see a small garden area also has sunlight um and and is able to see the beautiful view and that's been where your understanding of leora huxley has been staying during the construction to oversee and make sure that everything came up well 
It says it takes an engineering check to, to determine the location of the emergency beacon. So if we roll an engineering check, we would know if she is in the residency or the office. I mean, I think right now as you're starting to, like, that's if you did it without any support from Archie or from Commander Bolt, so, right? Uh, so Archie you have people running that in the background. Okay. Yeah. But that is good to know in case one, you need to use your own, bless you, or two, if uh, if you want to get more resolution because Archie has lost signal, maybe Archie goes down, whatever happens, you will also be able to get access to that. Cecil is new and not used to all the support we have. I know, you but... You will learn off with that. We love him anyway. It's all right. Yeah, You'll we figure do. It out. He's good. Good. He's man. good. Look, yeah. I trust you all with my life, and I'm trusting you with Leora's life. So let's get out there and do what you do the best. All right? Ready. Let's get this job done. You start to come up and the copter comes up and you see before you, like I said, you see the large ring, R and a ring around it. And you see this roof. The sun paints a beautiful picture of these new offices. And you're able to see that for the most part, uh, there is not much on the roof. There's a pretty good landing area. The best area to land right now is probably going to be landing right in front of or on the um, the like rafters that, that come up that allow access to there. There are windows on the right side, and then on the left side, it's it's a solid wall. You all ready? Kara, you, you, you ready? Go. All right. Let's go to work. Boom, you got the Let's, breacher. I always have breaching charge. <laughs> Let's do this. In fact, I have many of them. In fact, I have many. Amazing. Name Amazing. your explosive, I have it. What do you need from me? I want you guys to picture that you all are coming over and you feel the... And you realize that this might be the highest up that you've ever been. I mean, maybe for some jobs you've been up and beyond but you know you've obviously left morrow but in terms of just being on morrow this could be one of the highest points cecil's probably never been that high that's for sure <laughs> so rude so it's like i like it the bottom of the ship by your feet swings down and you're able to see directly below you the sunlight painting the uh the the roof in this beautiful yellow and orange hue and then and these four ropes drop down hanging from the center of the vehicle and you are able to rappel down onto the roof and I'm going to need everyone to go ahead and give me an athletics check Will, what's up? Uh, nothing, I was just going to roll my, okay. my dice I, was okay. I need you to give me an athletics check does it have to be athletics? It can't be acrobatics. Oh. It is athletics. I have already, <laughs> I will tell you, I've already put in some contingencies for what the DC is based on your training, based on the mm. weather, and okay. other scenarios. Uh, 11. Okay. Okay. 18. Okay, so, uh, sorry, Migo got an 11. Boom got an 18. Kara got a... 16. A 16, okay, and Cecil got... <laughs> And an eight. eight. Cecil I is new. When the dice tell the story, of course, Cecil. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Goodbye, wife it's and kid. So no. good. Goodbye. Uh, here we go. 
He dies on impact. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the Migo was right. Starts. <laughs> it's it's perfect because it's perfect because the two most experienced people nailed it and 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 just got a great great role. So, Kara, boom, what are you doing as you step up, put your feet wrap one foot around the rope, whatever you're going to do in order to grab the technique to slide down the rope. Yeah. What are you doing? She's got Before we um, slide down? her rifle in her hand as she's yeah. looking down and she uh-huh. just sort of like slides down. Just starts yeah. to go down. Okay. Like oh. like John Wick. I don't know. Just starting to go down. Okay. And boom. Uh, seeing that there's nobody on the roof that would encounter that they would encounter, uh, boom uh, takes the breaching charge and holds it tightly in his in his in his right arm okay and then slides down cigar going out at just like the fastness of like slowing down unfortunately okay. all right okay all right i love it i love it car and boom give me a perception check and i need cecil and miko to give me another athletics check you don't want to fail this one This one ah, is. Ah, you gotta be fucking kidding me! What? What, what you did, Cecil? You rolled a one. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Twenty-two for Cecil. Kara's uh, no. perception. Kara's perception is twenty-two. Twenty for Boom. Uh, and Boom definitely perceives what just happened to Cecil. By the way. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Miko, what did you get on your second athletic check? <laughs> That's all he perceives. Is- <laughs> 24. 24. Okay. Cecil just completely missed the building. Okay. (laughs) What's going on? Falls to his death. Oh my god. Wow, this is Cecil. This is not what I was expecting at all. Completely misses the dismount and like the rope goes around his neck. (laughs) Oh my god. This is dark. I don't don't want to think about that. Oh Oh my god. No. She's like in Scarface. Or he's like. I was Jumping not expecting this, but it's so good. It's so good. Migo, you are you just caught yourself for a split second. You felt the copter move. You sifted, adjusted, waited a beat later, and then start to go down. There are two things that are going to happen. The first one is that Cecil, you think that you're good. You you also see Migo wait. You're like, cool. I'll wait. I got this. You take a step, and as you do, the copter shifts, and your hands let go for a brief second, and you start to fall. The second thing that happens, we're going to have to find out next week, because that is our game. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm free. This is wild. Free falling. falling. Until next week. (laughs) I'm falling through the air. Wow, a natural one on the rappel roll. That is that is unbelievable, impressive. Yeah, Migo's so not scary allowed to too. make predictions I, anymore. <laughs> so scary, and I can't wait to show you this this map. This map next week is a dope map. 